the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. ICR Golden Valley. From Wall Street to your street. Tune in on the go with our free app. With SRN News, I'm Bob Agnew in Washington. The In-N-Out Burger chain says it's going to close its first location in the company's 75-year history. Due to a wave of car break-ins, property damage, theft, and robberies affecting customers and employees alike at their store in Oakland, California, customer Vince Clagg. I think it's reasonable that they're closing uh, because crime does impact their business. There are a lot of people that don't come here for lunch because uh, of the crime, the break-ins of the cars, the car thieves, the robberies. The In-N-Out restaurant slated for closure is in a busy, a busy business corridor, one that attracts travelers headed to the airport and baseball fans who attend A's games at the Coliseum. Senator Tom Cotton says Democrats will lose ground at the ballot box this November as Americans see the president backing away from supporting Israel, apparently for political motivations. This is SRN News. This is Dennis Prager. I am excited to announce the all-new PragerTopia Plus. You can listen to my show whenever it's convenient for you, all commercial-free and all on demand. Now with Prager Plus, search topics, guests, and segments all the way back to 2010. And now a truly exciting new benefit, my monthly online video get-together for PragerTopia Plus members only. This is where for an hour each month, PragerTopia Plus members get an exclusive chance to ask me anything. That's right, anything. It's on video. I'll be talking to you and answering your questions. We may even have a special guest every now and then. I've never done this. Submit your questions for me at PragerTopia.com. This is only available to PragerTopia Plus members. This is our chance to connect like never before. Go to PragerTopia.com or click the banner at DennisPrager.com. Arby's Computer Service. You and your business are online today more than ever. Most people are working from home and meeting via Internet, and that means IT structures are overtaxed and Wi-Fi is humming. An outage in one of your critical systems now could be a fatal blow to your operation. Arby's Computer Service is ready and able to help. Their staff is standing by and prepared to offer assistance. If your business IT system experiences a failure, give Arby's a call. Their professional team of certified computer and networking specialists is experienced in diagnosing and solving a wide range of issues. With Arby's Computer Service on the job, you'll never have to worry about dealing with IT-related issues on your own, whether it's for your personal system or business. Arby's Computer Service knows that Internet traffic is surging, and they're available now to help. You'll always get competitive pricing, trustworthy advice, and excellent customer service from Randy and his team at Arby's Computer Service. Giving your computer problems the boot. Arby's Computer Service. Portions of the following program may have been pre-recorded. Turn all the lights on and kill the noise. The Biz 1440 presents the best two hours of economic news and commentary. Let's just say I know a guy who knows a guy who knows another guy. It's the King Banyan Show, your source for penetrating economic insight, razor-sharp analysis, and unflinching universal thought. The process of getting inflation back down to 2% has a long way to go and is likely to be bumpy. Everything you need to maintain clarity and stay ahead of the economic curve. If you're going to fix complicated problems, you have to learn how to fix them. Problems first. Now, here's Professor King Banyan. Good morning and welcome, King Banyan Show, The Biz 1440. Thank you for listening to us today on The Biz, um, where it is. How warm is it outside? It has been pretty darn nice out there for for quite some time. When we were here last week, it was nine. It was actually nine below zero. Now it is thirty. Uh, and looks like it's heading to 45 by midweek this this coming week. So thank you so much for uh, for being with us uh, uh, today, and uh, maybe even I. So I was driving over to campus 
I drive by oh, probably three or four different, uh, not really uh, fraternities, but places where we know there are a lot of students, old, you know, houses here on the south side of St. Cloud. And it was pretty clear one of them had set up to uh, be outside last night. There was uh, evidence of substantial um, of, of, of substantial merrymaking um, out out in front of this house that I drove by as I come in. And I've driven by that house for going on forty years now, uh, and um, and it just it, it it looked like it was April, not not January. Um, so so that that's fantastic. Um, had a few chances to give some talks this week, uh, uh, and, um, one in particular that I really enjoyed doing. One of them was fairly quick. I have a, there was a certain, there's a service group here in St. Cloud and I love these. The only problem is you get, so I'll tell you this one. This was kind of a funny story. Um, so I'll get invited to do like a Kiwanis or a Rotary, a Sertoma, uh, an exchange club, one of those types of organizations. I, I love doing them. Um, and I sort of hold them to, I, with the exception of one particular Rotary group that I, I, I'm, I'm very fond of, I typically tell them you get one a year uh, at, that I'll do. I just, because they're, there's too many otherwise. I, I end up doing somewhere between 25 and 35 talks a year on average in, in some years, particularly when recessions are either expected or in, we're in the middle of one. That number will pr- push up over 40. Um, and, again, I love doing them all. Uh, a lot of fun. Um, the The organizers will say, hey, just do a local economic forecast. I've got a canned set of, of slides I use that I – you know, every month I'll go in and I'll usually delete four or five slides, throw in four or five new ones so that, so that it feels fresh. And then if I get a special request from someone, it's like that they're interested in a particular topic, I'll put something in just for them. And so this one, they asked me to do AI. What's the impact of AI? And as you know, here on the show, I like talking about AI. So it's like, oh, yeah, okay, great. And so... I wrote up an extra five, six slides for that. And the way these lunch talks work, right? They have you in, you have a lunch, they have they have um, they have a little business they do, some announcements, they show you new guests. And so now it's about twelve thirty or twelve thirty five and the requirement when you're doing one of these is get everybody back to work at one. So you keep your eye on the watch and you just look go, okay, how much time do I have left? How long do I have to talk? So I look, they get me up. It's probably a little after 1230. And I've got, and I'm pretty good at this. I made sure that that the stuff on the local economy was less, like about eight slides and eight slides, nine slides. And I had five extra slides to do AI. So I bang through the first eight slides. It takes me about takes me about twelve to fourteen minutes to do it. I check the watch. I'm in pretty good shape. I'm, it's about twelve forty five, twelve forty seven, and I'm like, so I'm going to transition to the next part that that this person asked me to. I'm not going to give his name. Um, possibly he's listening to do. And sure enough. If I don't get questions about the slides, about the local economy, about the national economy, and I answer those questions, and the guy that run, runs the meeting, who's a very good friend of mine, um, I see starting to stand up. I'm like, oh, my goodness, we're not going to get to the AI stuff. And he says, five minutes. We whip through the AI stuff. I mean, I mean, go through it all. Any questions? Yes, but not about AI. It's about the stuff I did before. So I kind of think I'm pretty interesting. But if you have me do some extra stuff and you only, and then you cut it down a little bit, uh, the people who did the AI stuff get it's a little short. Anyway, that's that's fun. And uh, and I do have I do have a website Banyan.net, which uh, is kind of kind of old. It needs to be refreshed, but uh, it has the way to get hold of me if you if if you're interested in. If you're interested in these things or, or where I speak or how I speak and, and what we what we could do, 
uh, happy to do that with you. Um, the other the other one was a larger group. This was down in Rogers and at a major company down in that area. The 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 room they had us present in was was really a nice conference style room. It's as good as any as in any uh, city gov- any government center, which is frequently where I go to when I'm traveling up and down 10 or 94 doing these talks. Uh, and and uh, this one got this one I threw an extra slide in talking about about this particular topic that I want to hit today. And I was impressed upon this by a, by a slide that had been put up by uh, Bruce Melman. Now, Melman is a, is a political consultant. He also does business consulting because anyone does political consulting does business consulting too because that's where the money is. Uh, and, I mean, it is. That's where the money is. So they do this. And so this was a slide set. I actually have to go find my slide set, my, my slides here. So forgive me. I'm going to turn my head a little bit. I hope I can stay reasonably on the mic while I do this. Um, but the, the slide was basically basically this point. Why do we feel like the economy's bad when, when objectively the data would tell you it's not? Because you're getting now more and more the insistence from, um, I'm going to use the term legacy media, but also the online media by and large um not the not the breitbarty um oan um set but the others would tell you that that by and large the uh the economy is doing let me i'm pulling up this slide here that the economy is doing pretty well so let me give you sort of a feel for what i'm talking about here um what the heck happened here? Hmm. Well, that doesn't work. All right, never mind. Um, but if you take a look at the data, where people don't don't feel like things are going altogether that well, and yet when you get presented with data like we got this week, it's kind of hard not to do that. Not to say, well, the data actually looks pretty good. And I'm not even talking about missing on a recession forecast. That's not even the half of it. Tick through things like, I mean, I heard, um, I heard, I'm not going to name this person. You would recognize his name. He's, he's online quite a bit. He's on television from time to time. Um, a, a relatively well-known center-right commentator who took the data of the week and said, see, people are still falling behind. Some of it was not understanding the difference between real and nominal GDP, which I guess I'll have to explain again. And it just showed a level of confusion. In his case, I think it just showed a level of confusion. But the confusion comes from the fact that 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 you know it gets into this idea of there being like a the, what was the term that the young people are using a vibe economy and in fact i actually will hear i actually heard that i think it's in one of my clips today of a vibe economy right no matter what the economic data says the vibe is bad or the vibe is good i've been experiencing this here up in the st cloud area with our quarterly business report our business leaders report how their businesses are doing, but we don't ask them for numbers. We just tell, give me, give me sort of a, is it better than it was three months ago? Is it worse than it was three months ago? Or is it about the same? And for the next six months, do you think it's going to be better, worse, or about the same? Those are feelings questions. They're not asking you for data. But those feelings are real because at the end of the day, just as as John Maynard Keynes once said, investment and, and entrepreneurship and, and, and all of the things that lead to e- that lead to economic growth, to expanding incomes, expanding wages and so forth, rely in no small part on what Keynes called the animal spirits. 
My best example, I've used it in classrooms for many, many, many years. When I was 18 years old, I grew up in a neighborhood in Manchester, New Hampshire, that was, by and large, working class. Most of the families that lived around us were French Canadians, Catholics. Um, Their families had lived in Manchester now for two to three generations. We were were Protestant. My dad's Armenian. we were a different looking family and and different but i grew up in that neighborhood when i had and many of my friends got married at a very young age 17 18 19 i my first wedding happened at at 22 and people said i'd waited but then again that's the 70s nowadays people are waiting much longer but that's a different conversation one of my friends gets married at 17 but just before his 18th birthday. I'd grown up with this guy. We had walked together to a corner store at the end at the end of the street that we grew up on. He and his brother, who are even who's even younger than me, younger than 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 me and and my my best friend growing up, end up buying the corner store. Remarkably, That's 1975, right? Something pushed them to go to mom and dad. They, mom and dad both worked. Mom worked in a textile plant. Father was a carpenter. They went to mom and dad and said, said, we need to, we want to, we want to buy, we want to buy, uh, we want to buy the store away from, uh, the owner, Lenny. We all called him Lenny. Okay. Well, I want to, we want to buy Lenny's store. And they invested in it. And I always wondered to myself, what moved that family, textile worker, carpenter, to go into the grocery business? And by the way, 50 years later, both successful grocers, now both retired, but very successful in the business, um, was a great investment for them. But I think to myself, you're 19, he's 19 years old, his kid brother is 17, about to turn 18, and they're buying a grocery store. What does that? That's, when people talk about a vibe economy, to me, that's what we're talking about. We're talking about that connection that that says to you, yeah, I can invest now, or no, I can't invest now. I can I I can open a new business. I can go to school and get a degree and get a different kind of job. I can lead a different kind of life. That's what's meant by vibe. And there's something about vibe right now that that feels strange. And this is the milieu in which in which uh, a president's going to run for re-election. And I want to focus a little bit on that today because I think it tells us a lot of story. I this is not about about the Biden re-elect campaign about which my opinion doesn't matter one bit, but I want you to think about how we're thinking about where the economy is and how you're receiving messages about it. I want to do that this hour here on the King Banyan Show on The Biz 1440. Over the years brought opioids into your home they helped when you were in pain and you held on to them just in case but holding on to opioids puts your family at risk learn more at www.fda.gov drug disposal i'm having a really hard time lately and i'm worried no one will understand what i'm going through i feel so alone i wish there was somebody i could talk to if you're looking for support mental health minnesota is here for you with connections to others who have also struggled with their mental health and can provide support and resources services are anonymous confidential free of charge and open seven days a week connect today at mentalhealthmn.org or call 855 here for mn today sponsored by mental health minnesota the minnesota broadcasters association and this station Everything is expensive right now. Gas, food, you name it. You're spending more, you're making the same or less money. So, what do you do? You rack up credit card debt, that's what you do. It's not your fault, it's the economy. And guess what? 
If you rack up too much credit card debt like some of us, you can't pay your bills. Then the credit card companies, as nice as they are, start hounding you for money. Then you start your downward spiral. A smart thing for you to do is to call the Zero Debt. They can help you consolidate all your credit card bills into one affordable payment. Millions of people have done it. It works to make you debt-free. Make this free call right now. It costs you nothing to learn more. 800-620-4610. That's 800-620-4610. China is attacking the U.S. patent system, stealing American innovations, and we are helping them do it. The Chinese Communist Party intends to surpass us and to be the world leader in innovative technology. Innovation Race, the shocking new movie from the Tea Party Patriots, exposes the truth. China will use our own technology to threaten our economic and military security. Dominating technology means you dominate the world itself. This is a race that we cannot afford to lose because we're not going to have a country. If China gains control over 5G technology with a flip of a switch, they could remotely turn off our phones, our cars, even our power grid. We've lost sight of what it is to protect this nation. We need to up our game. In today's high-tech world, there's no prize for second place. Watch Innovation Race. Available now on demand or DVD at SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. The Ramsey Show. And your husband's going to step up and get a backbone and deal with this because you're going to end up really further pissed at him if you don't. Yeah, you're going to end up losing your marriage over this. The Ramsey Show, live every weekday afternoon from 1 to 4. Welcome back, King Banging Show, The Biz 1440. Thank you for uh, being with us this morning. Kind of a gray day outside, but uh, warm. Um, just pretty remarkable. I was dry. I was at a, a dinner uh, a couple nights ago outside of St. Cloud, out out in Tibetan County, and uh, I have to tell you the the drive back in. It just again, it feels like April. Um, the 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 fog coming off the. Uh, off the, it's a fairly uh, wet part of the county out there, uh, and uh, yeah, the the land is kind of low. And my goodness, there was a lot of fog out there. A sixty mile an hour road that I could barely do forty on. Uh, it was so it was pretty rough. Anyway, six five one two eight nine four four seven seven number to call six five one two eight nine four four seven seven. So the big news of the week, let me pull up the uh, economic calendar for you. Um, Last week, uh, Thursday was the big day. The GDP number was forecasted to come in right around 2.0. And indeed, the the guest, um, Brian Westbury from First Trust, uh, had a forecast at 2.1. And that was, that's what everybody thought it would be. But Nope, that's not what turned out. What turned out was we had, we actually had a, we actually had a GDP number at three point three percent for Q three, much higher than average, much higher than expected. In other words, real GDP rose three point three percent. Increases in consumer spending, exports, state and local government spending, non-residential fixed investment. Um, government spending, private investment, and residential fixed investment. So let me let me go pull up. A, I need to pull up a table for you, so I can. Which means I need to I need to pull up an Excel spreadsheet. There we go. Uh, for you, but the but the the numbers underneath it were actually even more positive, I think, than than we expected. Um, so if you looked at contributions to real GDP. Uh, personal consumption expenditures contributed 1.9% of the 3.3. They grew at about 2.8%. And if you netted out the impact of, of of automobiles, automobiles fell, but only very slightly. In fact, the, the drop in auto sales, I think, was, was part of the surprise because 
everyone thought that number would be a bigger drag based on other reporting that we had received at that time. But that actually dropped less than less than expected. Uh, but durable goods uh, contributed uh, a little less than than the big number. But remember, the four point nine percent growth of GDP in Q three was the impact of um, was the impact of of uh, inventories on 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 sales. We thought inventories were going to contribute a lot, and so we thought it's possible that inventories would have some subtraction from GDP in in Q four. They didn't. They were they were effectively zero. No change in the inventory stock between Q3 and Q4, which is interesting because, again, just the day prior, Standards and Poor, Standard & Poor came out with the Purchasing Manager Index for Manufacturing for the U.S. Their flash estimate came out, which showed that stocks were still increasing. And so I had wondered if my, there might be a positive impact there. But that, in fact, didn't happen. What happened instead was was that uh, uh, final sales to, to domestic purchasers rose rose um, by by two point seven percent, which is a pretty good number, and to private domestic purchasers by two point six percent. So final sales to domestic per product up three two. What those numbers that I've just read to you mean is. These are pretty well-lasting numbers. So instead of a 4.9 to a 3.3, I had was thinking to myself, I look at final sales of domestic product, which came in at three at, at a 3.6 in Q3. For it to hang in there at 3.2 in Q4 means that you had four very solid quarters of growth in 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 the economy. This is on a this is again on a real basis. And again, it's very preliminary, so I can hear you like, well, wait till those revisions come out. They'll make those numbers a lot smaller. Okay. Um, let me talk about that a second because I, I, I heard that and I wanted to go back and read to you um, read to you the, 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 the information on, on revisions uh, because they actually don't cause a change that's, that's that big. The average revision, okay, so this is the mean average error between the advance report to the final, the third or final report, is six-tenths of a percent. Okay, six-tenths of a percent. So if you want to tell me that 2.7 is going to change your mind about the economy versus 3.3, that's fine. But you're going to need a revision that's much... If if we give you an advanced number that's three three, the the range of possible outcomes is about plus or minus half a percent, six tenths percent. When you get to the final, the third and final number that we won't actually have for another two months will happen, and that's based on all of the all of the first and second and third releases going back to nineteen ninety six. So. I think there's I, I will there be revisions? Of course there always are. It's not gonna change from three point three to one point three. And it's unlikely to go all the way to two point three. It's more likely it's more likely if there's a significant negative revision, it will take us from three three to a, a maybe a two seven or two six. That would still be pretty solid. And those, even that would be above where the market expected GDP to go. So where did that come from? Again, first of all, we saw that in, we saw that we did not have a rundown of inventories, as I had thought we might have after the huge inventory spike in the third quarter. That didn't happen. If you looked, if you let me let me let me open up this piece here healthcare healthcare spending continues to be strong um although it's back at levels that make more sense and in 2022 q4 2022 and q1 2023 those numbers were three times the size in terms of the net positive impact on gdp relative to where they are now those numbers feel more normal 
In terms of uh, services, that's in terms of services. Non-durable goods typically float around 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 one, two tenths, three tenths. They've been a little elevated, uh, running around a contribution of five, four to five tenths of percent, but not huge. Fixed investment continues to grow at the rate you would expect. Um, within that within that category, particularly information equipment processing actually gave us a positive contribution after being negative the last four quarters. So that was some of the increase. Who knows if that's something catching up or so forth. Residential housing, which with rates as high as they are, you would think would be declining, didn't. So we haven't seen a decrease coming out of housing. And interestingly, um, the level of imports coming into the U.S. economy uh, which is a subtraction. Okay, say so we'll spend money on goods, but for it to count in domestic production, it actually actually spent on on U.S. made stuff versus foreign made stuff. And that number, you know, that number was a subtraction. It always a subtraction, but it turns out the subtraction was only one quarter of one percent versus a half a percent the previous quarter. Are you getting the point? Up and down the GDP report, up and down the report, it did it did fairly well. And we haven't even gotten to the inflation numbers. And we'll get to those right after these messages. You are listening to The King Banyan Show on The Biz 1440. Sometimes I feel I've got to run away. Life can be so unpredictable. After losing my dad, it made me think about my family if something were to happen to me. I had heard about life insurance through Ethos and how easy it was to get coverage. They were right. In 10 minutes, I was covered and boom, family protected. Ethos fast and easy online term life insurance up to $2 million in coverage with no medical exam. Some policies as low as a dollar a day. Answer a few health questions and get your free quote at checkethos.com. That's checkethos.com. Seth Holhouse brings hope and insight as he fights against socialism and communism on the Man in America podcast, now available on the Salem Podcast Network. The role of the digital world in shaping our perception of the real world cannot be overlooked. It seems like all of these mechanisms are dividing us in endless ways. Subscribe to Man in America today on Apple, Spotify, Google, YouTube, Rumble, or at SalemPodcastNetwork.com. There are no words to describe it. The isolation. The boredom. The loneliness. If you're wondering where your teenage son or daughter's spirit went, you're hardly alone. The past year has been devastating, especially for them. But here's the good news. They might just find it again. Playing high school sports. Workouts that stimulate. Teammates and coaches that care. The sense of belonging so many of us have been missing lately. That's what school sports are all about. The sense of achievement is real, and the camaraderie is hard to beat. Coping with uncertainty is difficult, but school sports can help the teenagers in your family start feeling like themselves again. Encourage them to give it a try. High school sports, it's so much more than a game. This message presented by the Minnesota State High School League and the Minnesota Interscholastic Activities Administrators Association. What is dedication? I am the father of a nine-year-old little girl and a six-year-old little boy. And I find fatherhood both relentlessly challenging and relentlessly rewarding. My daughter is biological and my son is adopted. I love them both so much. From the morning when you wake up to putting them to bed at night, And every moment in between, it really is so special. And boy, is it exhausting. One thing that I fear about being a parent is the future for my children. I think a parent's job is to protect our children, but also prepare them for the world so they become good, kind human beings. But I'm also hopeful that the future holds a more inclusive and compassionate world for them. That's dedication. Find out more at fatherhood.gov. 
Brought to you by the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services and the Ad Council. Welcome back, King Banyan Show, The Biz 1440. Thank you for uh, being with us today. Um, there's a, there's definitely a, a, a desire of uh, any presidential administration, but particularly as it approaches the possibility of re-election, that it wants to tout whatever is good news. And... There was no way to read this report other than that it was good news. If I look at the, it, if I go and look at the, uh, the GDP data, right? Uh, if I look, if I look at the, uh, excuse me, the uh, GDP data as it relates to the personal consumption expenditure index, on the headline number over the four, the fourth quarter came in with 1.7 after a 2.5 and a 2.6 in quarters two and three. If I look at it excluding food and energy, the core PCE number that the Federal Reserve tells us is their key measure for understanding inflation. Here's the four quarters of 2023. 5.0, 3.7, 2.0, and 2.0. So you can't blame, I think, the folks who live in the White House or work in the White House when they go out to say, well, why can't we catch a break here? Why are you guys not giving us any credit? Indeed, uh, uh, yesterday at, uh, I'm not sure where he was when he made these remarks, President Biden had, had comments here. Let's just play this. Cut number seven. Some forecasters thought a recession last year. Uh, nope, that's that's not. Which one is Biden then? I, I had him as number seven. Oh, oh, he's at eleven. Okay, go ahead and play eleven then. Just last week, we saw the biggest jump in thirty years, and how positive consumers are feeling about the economy. Things are finally beginning to sink in. We passed a lot of really good legislation. We knew it was going to take time for it to begin to take hold. But it's taken hold now and turning the economy around. So if you read, so this consumer sentiment soared 13% in January, according to uh, to the University of Michigan uh, survey director, Joanne Sue. Um, uh, sharp increase, so that's two months in a row, right? So sec, 27% surge in the short-run outlook for business conditions. 14% gain in current personal finances. Um, is I, year ahead, inflation expectations have plunged now so that they're now down at 2.9%. Um, and that is the lowest reading since December of 2020. Um, the University of Michigan's consumer, um, hmm, the consumer sentiment rep, uh, number uh, that came out, the the consumer sentiment number is typically biased up by about a half percent. So if it's at 2.9, that might mean that underlying expectations are more, what I mean by that is when the PCE, core PCE inflation is at 2%, that expectations number is usually closer to 2.5%. Um. I don't know that I want to think about why that happens. I don't have a great explanation for that. Um, but that collectively means that 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 collectively means that the inflation forecast has to the inflation numbers are beginning to line up for them. And yet all we're hearing and they hearing is time and again well our numbers are great but we're not getting credit for this because people continue to feel um negative about about what how the economy's doing let me um let me let let's examine a couple things right um the uh if you look uh if you look at what happened though 15 percent of consumers um 
right now have had have decided to start resuming pay, resume payments. Um, those who have resumed payments, you're asking them how are they doing it. Uh, how are they doing it? The okay, many of them supposedly began spending less in October of 23. This was another University of Michigan survey that came out on the same day as the, the, the uh on Friday just as um just as uh this consumer sentiment report that Biden was talking President Biden was talking about. About 40% say that they are spending less, 30% say they're spending the same and just saving less. And about 17% are saying that they're borrowing more money as a whole. Um, and and so 8%, 8% of consumers out there have reduced their spending overall. 8% have reduced their spending because of student loan numbers, according to the survey. So it's not having that big an impact, I think, is interesting. But partly it's not having an impact because of savings. And I only bring this up. Because the data on savings in the in the report shows that the savings rate has in fact dropped uh, substantially. Uh, disposable personal income was up two and a half percent in the in the fourth quarter, but savings actually dropped between Q3 and Q4. People continue to use the savings that they built up or. Alternatively, the credit card balance, balance or the, the unused credit limit they have on their card to get there. There was a report in the Wall Street Journal early this week which showed for the big four, the four largest banks. So would that be Morgan, B of A, Morgan, B of A, City, Wells. Um, those four banks would have have now bigger credit card balances on their balance sheet than they had in 2019. You had the big drop in 2020. People paid off paid off credit cards, as we said many times. All of those credit balances are now back, and a little more, as you'd expect, because with with rising prices, you're likely to have more charged on there than before to control, to borrow and pay for the same level of goods, Wages have risen to the point where perhaps as a share of your disposal personal income, your credit card payments haven't changed. I don't have that data at hand to share with you. But my point is this. The level of savings in this level of personal savings out there is now back below 4% and it's continuing to decline. So it's interesting that you still have people reporting you know, the vibe is getting better. Things are getting better out there. And people talking about, hey, we're going to a good vibe economy from a bad vibe economy. Whatever that, okay, what that means. And I think we used that in a clip. Maybe we used that clip last week now that I think of it. But that that comment, I think, picks up on why you're seeing folks get out over and over again to talk about to talk about um, uh, the the talk about the GDP numbers and the personal income numbers from from yesterday. So if I go to the December, if I go to the December personal uh, personal consumption expenditure numbers, again PCE monthly yesterday Friday was confirmed to be at um, that uh, they're at two percent in the last month just as they were for the last quarter. As you know, I don't, here on the King Banyan Show, we frequently say you don't get to change the window of your moving average just to tell the story you want to tell. How many people are now p- producing six-month annualized averages? Six-month trails this or six-month that. Yes, the last six months have been darn good. If you're, if you're, particularly if you're trying to forecast inflation, we now know that's true. But we were using year ago numbers for quite some time, and you don't get to change the playing field just because you want to tell a different story now. On a year over year, 2.6 percent on the on the headline number for PCE 
in that report on, fr on, on Friday. On core, year over year, remember, you had the 5, then you had the 3.7. So the 5 and the 3.7 get averaged in. We're now at 2.9. It's below 3. That's a good number. Interestingly, most of the most of the market is currently frozen regarding what the Fed's going to do, and you'll notice this is Fed this is Fed's quiet week, right? No Fed official could come out and talk this past week because they have a meeting on on Tuesday, Wednesday next week. Nobody expects they're going to change rates. Everyone's waiting for what Powell will say at the press conference. I'm sorry, I won't be here. It's vacation for me next week, so. I'm actually not going to watch the press conference at all. Uh, and, and frankly, I, this is pretty much two in a row that I didn't sit and stop go with a, on, on YouTube to start pulling clips on. This will be two in a row where I don't do that. And it's good for the soul. But it, it, there will be some messaging that comes out next week. But the markets right now, seem to be waiting for the Fed to tell it what to do with this data because there was no impact on Fed funds futures for any of the, the meeting next week, which is a foregone conclusion. But there was no action in the Fed funds futures market on the March contract or on, or on the May contract. They were all running, or is that an April contract? Hang on, I have to check. No, on the May 1 contract. No action at all. People are simply waiting to hear what the Fed will do on Wednesday, and then there'll probably be some movement there. And, of course, next week you'll get an unemployment report. But the point, he, the, the point here is the data have been good. People don't seem to be accepting it, and you can tell because you've got a lot of people out trying to talk about it. After the break, I'm going to play you some of Janet Yellen on Thursday the administration sent Janet Yellen to speak at the Economics Club of Chicago. She's the secretary. She's the Treasury Secretary. And she had a lot of comments about what was going on in the economy. We'll play those right after this. You are listening to The King Banyan Show on The Biz 1440. Medicare and do you use a CPAP machine? This is a national health care alert regarding your CPAP supplies. Using a clean CPAP mask and clean supplies is important to staying healthy. The best way to make sure your CPAP equipment is clean is to get new supplies. If you have Medicare, we have great news. Medicare will pay for you to have new clean supplies every 90 days. We'll even do all the paperwork for you to make sure that there's little to no out-of-pocket cost to you. And you don't even have to leave your home. We provide free in-home delivery. So if you're a CPAP user and you have Medicare, staying healthy with new CPAP equipment is easy. Just make this free phone call right now to get started. Sponsored by Specialty Medical. 800-260-1792. 800-260-1792. That's 800-260-1792. Looking for a new way to give back to your community, learn new skills, and make a real difference? Consider volunteering with your local fire department. The majority of U.S. firefighters and emergency responders are volunteers, answering the call when their community needs them. Be part of a dedicated team of volunteers who step up and protect their community from all types of hazards. You can be the difference. There's no typical firefighter. Anyone can volunteer to serve their community. Volunteering as a first responder is really about having the heart and drive to make a difference where it's needed most. Aside from helping your community and being there for those in need, being a member of the Volunteer Fire Service provides many benefits, including an opportunity to learn new skills and join a family that will serve with you, always have your back, and train you to be the best version of yourself. Your community needs you. Will you answer the call? Learn more and find a local volunteer opportunity at makemeafirefighter.org. That's makemeafirefighter.org. Join me to Rally to Re 100 Vogue. 
Reading is Fundamental invites you to visit RallyToRead.org today to learn about our reading campaign. Join the pledge to read 100 books, hear your child's favorite authors read their books, and find activities to keep young readers motivated. Teachers can also enter the Rally to Read sweepstakes for a chance to win 100 books for their own school, subject to rules. Visit RallyToRead.org today. What is dedication? People ask how your children learn how to ride a bike, and you didn't. I just created an environment where they taught themselves, and all I had to do was be there. That's dedication. Visit fatherhood.gov to hear more. Brought to you by the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services and the Ad Council. The Ramsey Show. The higher education community is at best irresponsible, at worst con artists. We don't have a student loan crisis. We have a parenting crisis. Live every weekday afternoon from 1 to 4. Could be on the list of the first songs that I listened to on the radio. It was very I was I was a small boy, but I do remember that song when it was playing on the radio. Uh six five one two eight nine four four seven seven, the number to call. Six five one two eight nine four four seven seven here on the King Banging Show on the Biz fourteen forty. So as I teased it, we might as well get to it. Janet Yellen, the Secretary of the Treasury, former Federal Reserve uh chair. Was it went to Chicago Thursday morning um, to, and and the timing is such that you you had to know she knew the GDP report was coming out since it's her office that produces the GDP report. Um, she had to have some advanced knowledge of what was in there, so even though it was under quarantine, she probably got a peek. Um, the uh, <laughs> uh, and um, and. Uh, that was that's good. and so they want they clearly wanted her out to talk about the GDP report and the good news that the economy has. Let's play a little bit of this. This is uh, Janet Yellen at the uh, at the Economic Club of Chicago, cut number seven. Though some forecasters thought a recession last year was inevitable, President Biden and I did not. Instead of contracting, the economy has continued to grow, driven by American workers and President Biden's economic strategy. So that's what I so we didn't think. I'm willing to bet if I had done enough research, I probably could have found for you clips where she said a recession was more likely where they said in April, May of last year that a recession is more likely than not. Okay, I'm, I, we didn't think a recession was coming. Is, you know, we we knew we were doing the right thing. We knew that we were going to be able to stop a recession. Okay, um, it's you know it it reminds me of so many uh, no so many uh, interviews in sports. Well, I just knew I was going to get a fastball, and I was a, I was able to get the get the meat of the bat on it and knock it out of the park. Yeah, come on. Come on. Okay. Um, not buying that one. Not buying that one at all. Um, so as these things normally go, they give a, they have a set of prepared remarks, and then she sits down and has an interview with somebody from somebody that's been uh, asked to be the moderator. Um, and I've seen these moderator things. I've done the moderation thing. I usually have a question or two. And there is some signaling that's done to say, here are the kinds of questions that the, the secretary or the president or, the, or the, the manager would be interested in answering. And so perhaps, she, perhaps the questioner drew off that for some of these comments. Uh, let's continue. This is Janet Yellen, Thursday, uh, cut number eight. The inflation report for the last quarter of the year, the core PCE price index, which is a measure the Fed focuses on, very heavily came in at 2% for the last quarter of the year. And um, the uh, broader index, including food and energy, came in even lower than that. Right. 
so she's so they they're going to make sure and you're going to hear this i'm telling you you're going to hear the, nothing but this for pretty much all the month of february um unless they get a bad cpi report in the middle of next month i expect that all you're going to hear is hey we hit the inflation number hey we didn't have a recession hey we've got our soft landing um i don't know i even would call it a soft landing what 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 landed what exactly is landed? Has it inflation? Maybe, maybe not. We'll see. Let's continue. Cut number nine. At the same time that if you go back a year and you asked um, people what they thought uh, the economy, the labor market would be um, at this point, um, they thought a recession was all but inevitable. And clearly we haven't seen that. We continue to have a very strong labor market, although perhaps some of the pressures in the labor market are easing somewhat, but good, strong labor market. Right. And and a good labor market, but still with participation in some groups, particularly the over 55 group, not exactly where you'd want it. Um, wage growth has been okay but not great in fact i think she addresses this in the next clip so i'm just going to play this cut 10 please now the opposite is true wages are now increasing at a faster rate than inflation people are getting ahead they're seeing their fortunes improve and i believe if inflation stays low um, they'll begin to regain their confidence in the economy and i i think we're seeing that that's possible so wages have, in fact, risen. Uh, weekly wages up 5.5% than a year earlier. So if CPI, if CPI is running below 4, if, if PC is running below 3, I'm, real wages did go up. Now, it doesn't account for what happened in the previous three years where it probably, where, where it went down. We'll have to, I'll actually do a little math during the break so I can, I can give you an answer to that. But... I do think it may I don't have time enough to figure that out for me myself right now. But wages have begun to did in fact grow in the not just in the fourth quarter but for the entire year. They grew at a rate above the rate that was out there in in the middle of out there uh for for inflation pretty much no matter how you measure, you 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 weight it. So why don't people believe it? Why don't they why don't they accept that? Well, we'll have to think about that some more uh, after these messages. You are listening to the King Banyan show on the biz 1440. Retired or retiring soon? How much money do you need to live comfortably? Retirement Planners of America is here for you. Would you like to have financial peace of mind? Here's how. Step one, find out the amount of money you'll need to retire. Step two, have a plan to get there. Step three, make sure that plan can take advantage of market gains but protect you from market losses. Discover how to do all three with a free consultation at 800-508-6108. That's 800-508-6108. All investments involve risk, including losses. Past performance does not guarantee future results. Are you the parent of a 2- to 7-year-old? Listen closely for an exciting free radio offer. By now, you've probably heard of ABC Mouse, the Parents' Choice Award-winning online learning program that's actually changing the lives of early learners everywhere. ABC Mouse is like a little one-on-one teacher. It has helped her so much. Right now, we're offering a special radio promo to try it free for a month. But you have to go to abcmouse.com slash radio to claim your free month. That's abcmouse.com slash radio. Sponsored by Age of Learning. What is your healing power? Maybe your healing power is helping veterans with PTSD, traumatic brain injuries, depression, anxiety, or loneliness. Is your healing power a simple heartfelt letter or being a volunteer? It is estimated that over a half a million current warfighters will return from service diagnosed with PTSD, and 22 veterans will commit suicide every day. Our veterans have paid the ultimate sacrifice for our country. At HealVets.org, you can find out more about the healing power of pen pals, volunteers, therapy kits, and more. Discover your healing power at HealVets.org. Help Heal Veterans, together with you, has been helping one recovering veteran at a time. We are helping veterans heal together. What is your healing power? 
To find out about your power, visit HealVets.org. This PSA is sponsored by Help Heal Veterans. All of us love sports, but not all sports are created equal. College sports have big budgets, dedicated alumni networks, and corporate sponsorships. Professional sports have even deeper pockets. Millionaire owners, lucrative TV and radio deals, and merchandise sales. High school sports have you. Everyone agrees high school sports give us plenty of reasons to cheer. And now's a great time for us to give back. Supporting your hometown high school won't cost you much, but it will go a long way to ensuring the games we love the most are here to stay. Minnesota High School Sports. They're good for our kids, good for our community, and best of all, they're good for you. This message presented by the Minnesota State High School League and the Minnesota Interscholastic Activities Administrators Association. Sensible business talk for their Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.